it's Josh. And Kamala. And this is what we're into. It's a date night podcast where two 30-something-year-olds sit down and talk about things they like and why we like them and how we spend our very limited free time. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a history podcast, by the way. No, we're we're not going over the history. We're not doing a deep dive. Nope. We're an enthusiast podcast. We're just talking about stuff that we like. Yeah, and (laughs) And why we like it. No other information. (laughs) And done. And done. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry we missed last week. Uh, As we mentioned, we are moving to a uh, every other week schedule for uh, foreseeable future. Um... And the reason is, well, tons of tons of reasons actually. But, tons of reasons. Uh, basically, the deciding factor here is that we got a last-minute uh, uh, approval for Odafest in Calgary this Yay! year. Yay! Going uh, to Odafest. And um, because we didn't think we were going to any of the conventions, we didn't. Uh, produce any any uh any stuff to sell so that's kind of our focus right now so now from this point until march no april is it april i thought it was may it is in may but april's our deadline yeah we got to do it to print on april so yeah so uh we're probably going to keep the uh every other week schedule for probably a couple months at least Mm -hmm. uh i mean that gives you a good opportunity to listen to our, you know, back catalog and to, um, do other stuff. Maybe uh, listen to the other podcast on Skedworth. Yeah. Yeah. All of the other podcasts that are also going to be suffering from these sort of delays. So yes. <laughs> you've got, there's a backlog of stuff you can check out, but, uh, yeah. that's just, that's what's going on with us. How are you guys? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we... Figured we would talk about something that we just recently got to uh, check out. It was our Valentine's Day together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're recording this shortly after Valentine's Day. I think this goes up uh, at the end of the month, though, so it's a little far for you guys. But um, that's uh, our Valentine's date was. Uh, we went to a movie and we got to go see the Sonic movie. Yeah. There's a lot of the Sonic, Sonic the There's a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog songs that I can put here, so I wonder which one I put in right here. Sonic songs, but there were a lot of bad Sonic songs, so oh, who knows okay. which one it'll be. <laughs> it's a crapshoot, yeah. <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we went to see the Sonic movie. We're gonna talk a little bit about like the games and stuff, but we're mostly gonna focus on the movie since it's, you know, new. I think I'm probably gonna title this one the, uh, 2020 movie Yeah, as well. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, we'll talk a little bit about like the games and the comics and the tv shows but mostly right now we're just going to talk about the movie so i will throw it over to my 
Sweet bean. Yes. Tell me. Yes. What is my chair's clicking? I'm sorry. <laughs> what is your experience with Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, I don't have a lot. Okay. I remember seeing Sonic, you know, through my childhood and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it was a Sega game. Mm-hmm. My cousins had a Sega, mm-hmm. but I did not, so I got to watch them play. Uh, I think it was when the GameCube came out yeah. that I got to play a Sonic game. Yeah. I do not remember the name of the title of the game, so do not ask. Uh, it was a lot of fun, though. I do remember there was one part of the game, though. There was a big old semi-truck, and it would like follow you down the town. Yeah. Yeah, that one. And it That's, was a lot of... Yeah. That was Sonic Adventure 2, which is probably the best Sonic... It was a lot uh, of fun. The, yeah, the best version of the 3D Sonic. Yeah. Um, because they really can't nail that game in 3D. It has to stay 2D. No, it has to. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. And I remember playing against my sister, mm-hmm. and she was really good. And then my best friend, uh, Luca... She actually, when we would have sleepovers and stuff, we would play that game, oh, and yeah? she was actually pretty good too. But it was really funny because, like, the first time she played, it was kind of amusing to watch her play because she doesn't, she never had any video games, mm-hmm. so it was kind of fun to watch her play because I was just like, I am standing there going, I know what to do, and she's just like playing with the controllers. Yeah. But then I realized later on that it's like this is what it looks like when other people are watching <laughs> me play games. It's like they know what to do, and I'm just like fumbling. But, uh, yeah, that was pretty much my experience. No, I didn't no, read you, any... You, you, do, uh, you do the Twitch streams with us now, and we don't get many complaints. So. That's good. That's because I figure shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anybody to yell and, at me. And people, don't if people yell at gonna, me. If people are going to yell at you, they have to yell at you in the... Like, chat. In the chat as we're playing. Otherwise, you never fucking see it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Rude. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but I never read any comics. Nope. I know... I re- do remember... A bit of the cartoon, mm-hmm. but I don't remember really watching like a lot of it. I just remember seeing it on cartoon channels and stuff like that. But but that's the question: which Sonic? I cartoon? don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. All I know it was, it was Sonic. There was the Eggman. There was Tails. And what's her face? Amy? Is that her name? No, uh, Amy was never in the co- uh, old cartoons. Okay, well I then it must have been something else. The first cartoon that she appeared in was. That anime one, the, uh, but like in the uh, North American one, yeah. you were probably watching the um, the one where that was like an actual story that they were telling. So okay. it was uh, Sonic and the Freedom Fighters. Gotta be something, uh, but yeah, I don't really have a ton of experience with Sonic, no. but it was fun. To, like, go and see the movie, though. Yeah. Because even though I don't know enough about it... I, I mean, Game Grumps, they do a lot of Sonic games, because that's one of Aaron's favorite games to love-hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like it's one of his favorite uh, triggers. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> really he is. he always gets he's, so angry. Oh, well, Sonic. I mean, I can see why. Yeah. Especially after watching him play multiple different like multiple games. different Sonic games, yeah. And, like, especially the Werehog. few of them are good. Yeah, that I mean, like. Bad. It's fun to watch him play because it is so frustrating. Yeah. And I can see why, right? <laughs> but yeah, how about you? What's your experience with Oh, Sonic? pretty much all of Sonic. Uh, I don't think I ever told you this, uh, but Sonic 2 was the first video game I ever beat. Oh, really? Like, all the way through. No way. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, awesome. Um, it, I, I beat that game... It was so close to being the second game I ever beat. Because I was playing uh, Sonic 2 and 
Mario 2 at the same time. Oh. So it's like, if I focused on like Mario 2 a little bit more at any point, I would have beaten that first. But no, Sonic 2 ended up being the first game that I ever like actually completed. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what game I completed first? I'm going to say... Take a wild guess. It was an Xbox game. I'll, t- I'll help you with that. Uh, Harvest Moon? No. No? No. Harry Potter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was, we, should, we should probably do a Harry Potter That would be a fun too, one, okay? yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sonic 2. I never played the first Sonic game. Um, I've I've tried going back to it now, but it doesn't feel quite as good. I mean, that's why Sonic 2 is like held up as the best iteration of Sonic. It's like... It was the one that everybody knows and loves and stuff because it was, it was legitimately the best of the games. Yeah, Sonic Two. Um, I mean, shortly after Sonic Three, Sonic Three is fine. Uh, Sonic and Knuckles is great, uh, but specifically if you're like playing as Knuckles because you get, it's way easier to play as Knuckles. Maybe that's the game I played. What's that? The Sonic and Knuckles one. Or maybe it was Sonic and Shadow. Because oh, I remember Shadow being no, in no, the no. game, no, for sure. Yeah, the, you, so it was you, definitely for 2. It was definitely okay. Sonic Adventure 2. Because I remember really, like, Luca and I used to fight yeah. over who got to play Shadow and shit. Because we both had the th- hot thing, like, hots yeah, for you, Shadow. Yeah, you, you had the furry just, hots. Yeah, we had the furry hots for Shadow. <laughs> we both did. No, so uh, the original Sonic 2 uh, is the first I ever beat. Um, then... Like jumping forward in time, we had a Dreamcast, and so we played Sonic Adventure Two. Nice. Uh, and we also a hundred percented that one. Nice. Um, I read the comics as a kid too. Uh, they are fine. I mean, the older ones, they were they were pretty much throwing spaghetti at the wall to see it's like <laughs> which part of this is going to become canon. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I watched all the cartoons, like all the cartoons. No way. Yeah, the weird comedy one. Watched it. The one with the Freedom Fighters, with Wally Walrus, uh, Princess Sally, uh, Bunny Rabot. Uh, yeah, watch all the those ones. Oh man. Uh, with Robotnik and Sneevely, I believe his hench person was. Yeah. Um, watched all those. Even watched Sonic Underground, which was terrible. Oh, jeez. Um, I know a lot of people have some, like, super fond memories of it. And, you know, that's great. It was... Just not it for was, you. It's terrible. It's, <laughs> it's Sonic and his brother and sister, and they're in a band. And they're, they're doing, in a band? And they're doing the... They're, they have superpowers that come from their guitars and drums and stuff. It was basically... The, it was another one of those mishmash like sounds like a bad Josie and the Pussycats. It was. It was that. It was a bad Beetleborgs. It was a bad uh, uh, um, st- uh, Samurai Cyber Squad. It was like all these things that like, hey, this stuff worked. Let's just all let's just squish yeah, it together, it together and put a coat of Sonic paint over it. It was, but it was bad. And then, like I said, I know that some people think that it is really good and fun and whatever. Great. I'm happy for you. I think it is objectively worse than the Freedom Fighters cartoon that I grew up with, but I'm also old, and of course, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, but, no, like, 
Sonic has been a part of my life for a super long time. Yeah. Yeah, and I am not a furry, but, like, I get why there's a bunch of furries out there and, like, Sonic is there. I mean... Well, it's because Sonic was the entry into the furry subculture. And, yeah, if anything was different in my life, I'm sure I would be over there as well (laughs) with the rest of the Sonic furries, but... It was not. I, I you just think he's cute. He's just a cute cartoon. Yeah, he's just he's the like it's the same thing as like Mickey Mouse, right? Um, <laughs> uh, so I mean, straight up, this movie we're about to talk about came out two days ago at the April time of the recording. 14th. So or about February fourteenth. Yeah, February fourteenth. Uh, so we're going to talk about it pretty much in depth. We're gonna like express our opinions on it. I mean, we're doing a podcast, so obviously, you know, we enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you uh, are going to go see it, like if you have the ticket and you're waiting to go see it, go see it first, because we're probably going to spoil some of the good good bits in it. Of course. Beyond that, uh, I mean, if you have no interest in watching it, it was fun. I mean, there's it has a lot of flaws, but of course, it was always going to. It had a tumultuous... I would spend my $35 again. Yeah, I'd probably go see it again. Like, I I would go see it again. I would spend my money again to see it again. That's how good it was. It might be one of those ones that we end up buying on Blu-ray, so we have it. Kind of like the Detective Pikachu. Kind of like Detective Pikachu. It's nowhere near... It's nowhere near Detective Pikachu level of great. I'm going to watch that now. Yeah, we might actually (laughs) go watch it later. Um, But, like... For what it is, I mean, it's the thing with Sonic, you know? It's like, every time there's a new game, you can be like, is it fun? Sure. Is it good? Uh, I mean, not objectively. It's not better than any other No, but you also have your fans, right? You have the people that are hardcore. You have the people that could take it or leave it. And then you've got the people that are just, like, getting into Sonic. They thought it was a cool movie or a cool something or other, and... Like, some of the younger generation. I mean, some of them probably don't even know who Sonic is until they saw the movie, and they're like, oh, he's oh, yeah, that badass. Might be their, like, that might be their entry that's point. That's their entry yeah. point. And so, to them, the movie's probably freaking amazing. And then the people that could take it or leave it are just like myself, who's like, I don't have enough experience, and I... It's not that I don't care, it's just that I would appreciate somebody doing justice to something that everyone loves. Yeah. Like and if the there was Pokemon a, movie was an yeah. example. The Pokemon movie, or if there is like a live-action Hollywood Sailor Moon, you want it to be good. I would want it to be good. I mean, right? like, I want every fan out there to have their their justice in what they love. I, I mean, want it to be... like the, Well, the Harry Potter series is a prime example of that. You've kind of lucked out with, like, your faves. Like, your, mm. your faves. Deadpool ended up being great. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Detective Pikachu mm. ended up being great. Like, you just kind of got really lucky that, like, none of your favorite things have had, like, a real shitty version of it done. Except for uh, Death Note. And I refuse to watch that Death Note Netflix series. I refuse. I mean, Death Note for sure, but I mean... my heart. There was the good version of Death Note that came out Uh, of Japan, too. Yeah, and that's the one I actually own. And that's a good one. (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so official... Timestamp spoiler warning: We are going to talk about the movie in its breadth. Uh, starting now, we usually uh, do our wrap-up stuff around five minutes before the end, so you're you probably safe to skip to five minutes if you just wanted to listen to the end of this. 
basically is just listen to the beginning, to the beginning and listen of the, to the end. end. Yeah, well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Right, but you're you're welcome to stick around. Camel is being a jerk for no reason. Um, but no, it, if you if you want to go in like a hundred percent, like no spoilers, a hundred percent fresh. They get it. Then yeah, go ahead and skip or just maybe pause this for now. Yeah. And we're gonna give you a second to do so. All right, you've been thoroughly warned at this point. Several times. Several times. All right. I kind of knew I wanted to go see this movie. Yes. After the redesign. Yes. Because the original Sonic design was... Horrific. Truly disturbing. Nightmare fuel. Like, a lot of people are being like, it's the worst, most disturbing thing I've ever seen. It's not... I mean, the original... It was just ugly. The, the original design was ugly. Most people were like... The eyes are weird. The human teeth are terrible. Yeah. They're, it they're, is. Yeah. They're not wrong. It's they are weird. Bad. It's bad. The thing that got me was his little rat hands were really... It was like, too was human. He doesn't need <laughs> yeah. to be human. He's, one, an animal. He's a cartoon. Two, he's a cartoon. He's um, a cartoon animal. He cannot look real. It's like it's like making a real-life Bugs Bunny or something. Good luck trying to make that. That yeah. would absolutely be horrific. So, I mean... The point is that they announced this shortly after, or shortly before um, Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu was about to come out, and then with all the backlash of everybody being like, "Hey, that's terrible," and you know how Detective Pikachu integrated the Pokemon designs to make them look like the actual video games and the actual cartoons, so that it fit in a real world. They pretty much went like, okay, we'll fix it. All right. Um, I guess we have to compete. <laughs> so uh, I didn't think I was going to go see it until I saw the redesign and we found out that uh, Tyson Hess uh, was the art lead who I've been a fan of since his uh, days doing uh, the webcomic Boxer Hockey. I've been a big fan of his. And we got to meet him when we were in L.A. a couple mm-hmm. years ago, which, you know, seems like a, a nice enough guy. They seemed exhausted but yeah, right. when we met them, but we we went on, like, the third day of the convention to meet him, and, yeah, they seemed pretty out of it yeah, yeah. at that point. But, uh, yeah, still, still nice to meet him, uh, so big fan, and that was, like, the first thing. And then they announced that... Ben Schwartz was going to be the voice of Sonic, <laughs> and I love him from his role as John Ralphio from Parks and Rec, <laughs> and I knew that I wanted to go see it after I saw a uh, tweet he said where his goal as an actor is to play every blue character he can. He's played one of the uh, duck triplets from DuckTales, the blue shirt-wearing one, now he's playing Sonic. And I think that's a really, that's a good goal is to be like, if the character is blue, I want to read for that character. Exactly. That's a, that's a good goal to have. That's a good goal. It's uh, your goal if they were suddenly casting for a... Mis- Particular. For for uh, the Sailor Moon live yes. action, that's never going to happen. But if they were casting, you'd probably be like, I'm here to read for the blue one. Yes. Ha yes. ha ha. <laughs> ha 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 ha. And they'd be like, which blue one? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, are we doing this? Are you trying to check my nerd credentials? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mercury, motherfucker. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> 
but that was that pretty much sold me. We saw the redesigns. Ben Schwartz, uh, I like. The trailers that came out with Jim Carrey as uh, Dr. Ivan Robotnik, uh, he is only referred to as Eggman uh, uh, by Sonic because he was being like a shitty derogatory name. It's like, okay, Eggman. Plus, all his robots look like eggs. Look, yeah, look like And he mentioned eggs. eggs at one point. Yeah, um, which is fine. I mean, the, the argument between Robotnik and Eggman is just... He was called Eggman in the Japanese. He was Robotnik in the in North America. So Robotnik, like they they keep trying to merge the all, two. Uh, yeah, they keep trying to merge everything. So it's like Eggman is Robotnik is Eggman sort of thing. I thought Eggman was just a nickname for Doctor Robotnik. No, that is like this whole thing. Okay. Um, well, now they I keep know. yeah. Well, they keep trying to find a way to integrate it so that it feels Well, right. now they have. Kind of. In a sense. But they also did that already. Oh. It's He was Robotnik in all the cartoons. He was Eggman and Robotnik interchangeably in the comics. In the game that you played, mm-hmm. the Sonic Adventure 2, Ivan Robotnik is not the bad guy in that game. He is Eggman and Ivan Robotnik is his grandfather. So they tried to explain that already, but they just keep being like, okay, no, no, he is Robotnik, his name is Robotnik, but Eggman is what people call it. Like, they keep doing it. Gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, yeah. It's the the spaghetti of the wall. We're just going to throw it and see what's canonical, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But, uh, yeah, Jim Carrey, I mean... Jim Carrey's, like, super hit or miss for me. I think you're the same, right? Yeah, I feel the same way. He was only funny when I was, like, younger. Yeah. Like, much younger. Growing up, he was funny. Now that I'm in my 30s, he's not as funny. And I think it, I think it just comes with age. I think you realize that when you're a kid, and like I said before, you know, the outrageous go out of control, bounce off the wall. It's funny to see adults get like that. Especially yeah. as a kid, because you're just like, what? I didn't know adults could be that silly, right? Like, yeah. I thought that was just kids. So when you see an adult be goofy, it's funny. Yeah. But as an adult, and you see an adult be funny or you're like, you act out like that, you're bit. just like, dude, calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, you don't need to be... Like, I get it. You're over the top. You're funny. That's your, your cool. stick. Look. Yeah. It's just not funny anymore. This is an Applebee's. Yeah, yeah to- this, this is an Applebee's. <laughs> calm down. This is not that type of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I was meh. I was meh about it. I mean, the design that they did for uh, Robotnik, it works and... It works for modern day. Yeah, it it works. I mean, I I feel like if they do get a sequel, they'll probably, uh... Try to do the big red suit. Try to do the big round boy. Yeah. Yeah. Big fact. So let's do, um, I mean, we're not gonna go through the entire movie. Uh, I mean, short version. Uh, Sonic is from another planet. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up on Earth for various circumstance reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is in hiding, and he is living in like a little warren in a small town. Uh, that he's he in just, Montana. He's in Montana. Uh, he's he keeps a low profile, um, and he's been living on Earth since he was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, and he's now a teenager, and he acts out. And gets himself noticed, 
and now the U.S. military is after him, and they uh, they have Doctor Robotnik as I guess he's like Black Ops or something, or like he's I don't know. Some sort, he's there was some just sort of it, there was dude. a there was a lot of weird transitioning. There was a yeah. moment where it was just like. There was a heartfelt moment, and then we moved to a really weird moment where it was just like, okay, now we're here, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then it would do that again, and it was just like, okay. Because, like, it, it feels from, like we were, we were missing yeah, something there in the was, cuts. I mean, yeah. like, all of a sudden there was, like, a blackout. And they're like, okay, cool. And then there's the cop saying what he needs to do, and then all of a sudden it moves over to, like, the U.S. government sitting around a, a table discussing... And out of nowhere, the guy just goes and says, we need a specific guy, and I know the right guy to do it. And then you got this other guy going, oh, fuck no. Please don't tell me you have... No, just please, no. And the other guy's like, no, he'll be perfect for the job. Don't you worry. And then all of a sudden, it just stops right there. Yeah. And then it moves over to him and this big old bus and him coming out of it. And there kept being this moment where it was just like, you could see this guy, and then it goes over there, and it just... There were so many, like, sharp cuts that it was like... I think it was because of the fact that they had to change Sonic that they had to change the movie all in all because it made no sense for a lot of those things to be there anymore because they had to actually change the movie almost completely. So So there was a lot of like, here's the point, and then all of a sudden you just go from another point and you're just like, wait. Because there was that heartfelt moment with Sonic and the main character. Yeah. What's his nugget? Donut Lord. (laughs) Donut Lord. Yes, that is... uh, And then all of a sudden we went from like them having a heartful moment to Dr. Robotnik dancing and we're just like what the so, fuck is going on why did we just why couldn't we have transitioned from I, them waking up or yeah. starting anew or something then going to the other guy I, I feel like it's not an issue with the script writing as it is an issue with the editing Yeah, and it was probably something to do with the fact that they had a complete movie by the time that they started the advertising and then all this backlash made them have to redo things. And you're probably right. They had to they had to cut around so that they didn't have to go to reshoots. Yeah. But I feel like it was more cut for time. You know? I feel probably. like I feel like the movie's an hour and a half. Yeah, um, which is perfect. Which is a good amount of time. Camilla mm-hmm. thinks an hour and a half is the perfect, perfect amount of time. Perfect amount of time. For I a honestly movie. think that you can push to two hours and that's appropriate. But anything more than two hours is just gratuitous. We don't need it. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Titanic. Yeah, Titanic. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I feel like things probably were a lot you know, smoother. They've probably felt a lot more organic. It was lost in translation after the remake. After the all the re after recutting and stuff. It was probably, like, they had all these, you know, made things feel a lot more natural in their progression, but then they were looking at it and being like, I don't know, this is getting close to two hours, I need you to cut it down to 90 minutes. And then they're like, alright, fucking take out every transition, (laughs) and... Well, like I said, if it's a kids movie, kids only have an uh, extension span of like an hour and a half to begin with. I mean, how many two hours for look? If you can, if you're a parent and you have two hours like on lock, 
you would prefer a two-hour movie to a 90-minute movie. Yeah, but have you ever went to a movie with, like, a three-year-old? Ah, that's true. They're either upset or they have to pee. You don't take a three-year-old to the movies. (laughs) That is an adult activity. Get get the children out of here. I wanted to go to the theater without any children. No, of course, it's fine. But no, you should not be taking, like, a three-year-old to the movies. No, they have to be a little older for movies, I think. Just get the digital download. Get the direct download, man. You can rent it now. It's fine. So is there any favorite parts that you liked or, like, something that was just... Oh, so many. Yeah, which one are some of your favorites? Yeah, let's actually just talk about the good stuff. Yeah. So you hit me with yours first. Uh, honestly, it's hard to say. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, like, I liked the movie, but now that so I'm sitting here, like, I kind of forgot the movie, I, I which mean, is so sad, because I actually liked watching it, but then I'm, like, thinking about it now, I'm like, was there anything that really stuck out in my brain? It like, was a popcorn flick, for sure. Like it's it's enjoyable. I don't think there was anything that really stuck out. So okay, I'm gonna just float some of the more memorable scenes, and you can let me know what you uh-huh. think. Uh, the opening sequence where Sonic saves a turtle and decides to uh, oh, treat it to uh, going yeah, super right. fast because he felt bad that the, the turtle, turtle had to live its entire life being slow. Yeah, that was pretty cute. <laughs> so he runs. And he's running at super speed. He's got the turtle. It flies out of his hand because it gets picked up by the air. And he goes, oh! And he runs back and grabs it. And it's like, that was a close one. And when he sets the turtle down, the turtle collapses because it's terrifying. It's <laughs> just vibrating. Yeah. Um, that's pretty fun. Uh, I did really like seeing... Uh, this might have been more for me because it reminded me of the cartoons. Mm. But Sonic's little underground Warren thing where he has all of his stuff and, like, we get to see his life and whatever, all that stuff, reminded me of the Freedom Fighter Heidi, like, the home base in the old cartoons because that's what it reminded me of. Well, that's what What's His Face was saying was there are a lot of little Easter eggs that a lot of the fans, people that actually, you know, have read the comics or watched any of the, any of those things that you may have done with Sonic, you could probably recognize in the movie. Yeah. And there is, so there is some of that and yeah, it was really kind of great. Cool. What about when he first shows up in its, uh, Marsden, James Marsden is the uh, is the cop of the town. Yes. Donut Don, Lord. Donut Lord, yeah. Uh, when he shows up and he's surprised and he shoots Sonic and then when oh, he's yeah. in the cage he's he's like, are you here to abduct me? And Sonic's like, you are abducting me. And he's like, <laughs> okay, fair. And then uh, they have to hide from Robotnik and it's like, uh, quick, come with me. And he's going to lead him up to the attic and Sonic takes a step and then falls on his face off of the counter. That <laughs> was, you were laughing right. at. It was okay. Good. Yeah. So, okay. We talked about some of the highlights. I mean, there's a lot more. We don't want to explain the full plot. Some of the like Easter eggs things. Some of them were great. They yeah. was they were subtle and they're just like you notice them and you're like holy shit. Right? Like there is a sequence where uh, Sonic falls and drops a sack full of rings and it goes bling, 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 like you yeah it, it actually makes the sound and it, and that was great um, don't love that the rings are the size of like a finger ring oh, yeah. that was kind of like I kind of didn't like that I, I but they expand preferred... when they're used because they're portals do, they're but... not they're rings not to just collect for points they're actually rings for 
to, to go from a one place Interdimensional to another. Interdimensional portals. Yeah. There are yeah. portals. You have to think which you, where you want to go. You throw it in the air, and then that takes you there. So the problem is that when I think of those rings, like in comparison to the sprites and like the video games and stuff, yeah. and as well as the comics and the shows and stuff, rings were always like maybe like a foot. A diameter, like you hold, you hold onto it. You can put your entire foot, the arm through. Like if you were to put it on, like it would go all the way up your arm. It would be like kind of snug in your armpit. Yeah. Like that's the size that I always kind of pictured. Well, that's yeah, that's yeah. how I always pictured them. And oh, like, sorry. Yeah, just having them the size of like an actual finger ring just didn't feel right. How to are me. they supposed to fit in that bag then? I I know that's, that's <laughs> terrible, right? It's not like they could could have been like this is a magic bag full of, of the magic ring. rings. You you reach into it and you'll pull out the ring that you need to go to the place that you're thinking of instead sure. of the, right. But I think they did a good job. I think I think it's looked okay. I mean, the fact that they put the sound effects in it, the yeah. fact that they had the rings in it, and then they had the chili dogs. That was the one that I was going to say. I did not appreciate. Yeah, but I mean, like, they had to put it in there somewhere. They had to put enough of it to make it seem... I mean, the the part that made me, like, eh, guys, gone, was literally, like, drawing attention to it. He's, because, like, they have a, they're having a conversation, and he's like, and I ate this wonderful thing. I think it's called a chili dog, right? But we saw him eat it in the bar fight scene that you were like met yeah. over you're lukewarm about um he's running around causing all the mayhem and like stopping the fight by doing like basically pulling a bunch of pranks to stop the fight yeah. um he one of the things he does he stops and eats a tray of chili dogs like we he didn't have to sit and be like Boy, I love chili dogs. Yeah, like I don't gotta go fierce. Um, but you don't like. I didn't feel like you need it. It's like if you're going to do those subtle references, you have to let them be subtle. You can't draw attention to them. Yeah, right. True. If he stops and he just eats eats a chili dog and c- goes on, great. But the fact that he eats a tray of chili dogs and then in the next scene talks about eating a tray of chili dogs, it's like too much. Too much. Too much. But yeah, the subtle bring of the rings falling um, at the end of the movie. Uh, he's playing piano, and it's the Green Hill Zone. The fact that the town he's in is called Green Hill. Uh, There's like, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. It is a lot of good stuff. It it's sounds great. like we hate it, but we no, don't. It was. Good. I genuinely like it. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. It was I would good. watch it again. Uh, the one thing that I've been hearing the most complaints about, and I mentioned this last night. Too, mm-hmm. People are saying that the product placement is really bad. And I... There's a running joke in the movie about Olive Garden. And I didn't see it as product placement. Because all the jokes... Like, whenever they delivered the joke about Olive Garden, felt more like they were dunking on Olive Garden. Being just like... Especially the end, yeah. where the U.S. where the U.S. government uh, to thank these two for their discretion about Robotnik and the Hedgehog from Space and all that stuff, to thank them for their discretion, they gave them an Olive Garden gift card, and that is like the for fifty bucks, yeah, yeah a fifty dollar <laughs> gift card to Olive Garden to thank them for you've done you've done America a service. Here's fifty dollars for gift uh, on. 
for fucking Olive Garden, <laughs> which doesn't feel like pandering. It doesn't feel like product placement. It feels like dunking on it, like, really bad. And maybe it's because we listen to a lot of McElroy uh, podcasts and stuff, and they dunk on Olive Garden along. So maybe I just, like, naturally assume whenever somebody's talking about Olive Garden, they're dunking on it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, thinking back to the movie, a lot, like, all of the good things they say about Olive Garden in that are really tongue-in-cheek to the point where it's like, I'm trying to convince you that Olive Garden is white person fancy, but nobody believes that. And they're all just kind of in on the joke together. Yeah. And feels more like a joke than it is product placement. So it didn't feel super... I don't know. It didn't feel like anything to me. I thought they were just talking about Olive Garden. I figured they just picked a random restaurant that a small town like Green Hill, Montana would have. have, And I'm just like, Olive Garden sounds like a place. I mean, it could have been Denny's or any other thing else. But they just picked Olive Garden because they're just like, who the fuck doesn't like pasta? (laughs) Well, the Olive Garden thing is like, if you are, if you live, any of our listeners who lives in a small town, you know that there's no real, there's no really real fancy restaurant. You're lucky if you have, like, a McDonald's in a small town, but Olive Garden would be the type of restaurant that exists in your small town. Yeah, and you wouldn't even think, fake yeah. Italian. Yeah, you, you wouldn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, let's go to the Olive Garden, because that is the one place we have here. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean... It didn't occur to me that it was product placement, which I mean, I guess that's the more sinister version of it. I guess so, yeah. But it also just felt like, like, I don't want Olive Garden. No, I didn't crave it after, no. Like, them, them talking about it and stuff. I wasn't inspired to go get Olive Garden. I might have been inspired to make macaroni or something. (laughs) I just want pals. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, yeah, let's go to Olive Garden after this. Yeah. Now, if I were an exhausted 40-year-old father with two fucking five-year-olds, I'd be like, yeah, let's go to fucking Olive Garden. Let's go. Come on. Come on. I just... The movie's over. We're going to go get dinner. Come on. And maybe, yeah. Like, I can see that working. But for me, no, it, it felt more like they were really making fun of Olive Garden for wanting to be, like, for being a restaurant in a small town. And also being white person fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Um, I think that's good. I think that's good. But one other thing, uh, the lead, uh, the lead uh, leading lady. Oh, uh, yeah, she's beautiful. James Marsden's uh, wife in the film. So gorgeous. So beautiful. I thought she was great. They had great chemistry. Oh, was, yeah, she was amazing. They were written like an actual couple. Oh, they were perfect. Yeah. Like they, they just, yeah. I didn't. I would have believed that yeah. they were just acting. It they, was so good. It was very well done. Yeah, she was amazing. Uh, let's wrap up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will mention that we only agreed to go see that uh, that movie for our Valentine's Day date uh, because I had seen the numbers, uh, the early numbers on the release, saying that it was at a seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it was certified fresh. Uh, that is just the critics, not any of the people who go and watch it. And that was enough to be like, yeah, let's go see it. And I was kind of hoping that it was going to be an absolute train wreck, but turned out pretty good. I liked it quite a lot. Not too bad. How many stars would you give it? 
I don't give stars. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I would say I'd go watch it again. That's all I'd say. You've got, you've got maybe another star tomorrow. <laughs> is, <laughs> is the is the official Camilla? Uh, I I go by what I give it my money. Yeah. I would say Sonic got my money. Yeah. Done. I'm Sonic got my money. Sonic got my money. I'm glad I spent my money on Sonic. Yeah. That's that's the stars I give it. I. I agree with the with the early review from Ron Tomato. I'd say it's a seventy percent. I'd say it's a four out of five stars. It's fine. It's not. It's not terrible. It's yeah. It doesn't. You can't blow really me. dunk on it. I mean, there's some parts, like I said, that are great. But some, it's some just... parts are great. Some parts kind of fell flat. Yeah. It's an overall average movie. Yeah. Uh, popcorn flick. Like you po- said. Popcorn flick. Uh, I will probably watch it again when it's available for me to purchase. It, yeah, yeah. it might I'll be one that. Yeah, I might buy the Blu-ray so that we can have it on our shelves. I mean, and did you hear he would buy it, not me? Yeah, I would buy it. He, Kamala, he Kamala, would spend his twenty dollars. Yeah, Kamala will give it mine. another star tomorrow. Yeah, another star tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> uh, should we do the things? Yeah, do the wrap up. All right. So our friends playing the home edition. I forgot to tweet out again. That's because I? we don't know. We, we don't know, know when, when we're going to do it. We have uh, to actually plan it. So let's just say so our, they're into Sonic. Yeah. So go check out Sonic. That's our, our product placement. Our friends at home want to do, want you to check out all of Garden. Exactly. Because when you're Sonic there, you're family. Yeah. Go to Sonic movie. Go to <laughs> dinner or dinner before and after. Just whatever makes you happy. Yeah. You guys just love those never-ending possibles. Or yeah, that's right. Su- they uh, never end. The never-ending breadsticks and salad or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I haven't don't been. Know. I literally I haven't, haven't been, been to Garden in so long. No, since I was. You know, a kid living in a small town, and that was the fanciest place that we had. We had several fancy places, quotation marks. She's going to so say Red a... Lobster next. No, we never went to Red Lobster. <laughs> oh, okay. We went to Bebo- Bob Evans and Ponderosa. I Those are American places. I yeah. don't know what they are. They're fucking delicious. Okay. Uh, if you wanted to find us on social media, Kamala's Instagram is... Nova Berry Blue. Or Twitter. Nova Berries. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Tescud. That's T-H-S-U-D. Uh, Instagram for me is Ted.Scudsworth. So T-H.Scudsworth. Uh, you can f- search us on Facebook. You just search for Scudsworth.com. Uh, we have a Patreon. It's Patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-U-D. And we recently just created a coffee. That's K-O-F-I.com slash Scudsworth. Links are on our website, Scudsworth.com. If uh, you wanted to support us, think about doing Patreon. If you can't commit to a monthly thing, toss us three bucks on uh, on the coffee. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have any money to do... Uh, give us a rating, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Share, Share. it with your friends. Mm-hmm. Comment, you know, all that good jazz. Retweet this specifically uh, with how many stars you would give it tomorrow if yeah. you were to go see it. Oh, and uh, don't forget that Scudsworth and Sepia Tone Coma, yep. that's Frank's uh, art uh, title, uh, we will be at OdaFest May 15th through the 17th. We have a table this time, and we will continue to announce that because yeah, that's much very, so very, very important that you all know that I, we are going to OdaFest. This is the first time I tabled at OdaFest for like 12 years? It's yes. been a while. So, some of you don't know OdaFest, it is an anime convention here in Calgary. Well, 
anime and Japanese, Japanese culture. culture. Allegedly, it's, it's just definitely anime, anime convention yeah. for sure. But <laughs> yes, go check it out online and then grab your tickets and come see us. Yeah, come say, say hello. hi. Come by. Uh, I will be cosplaying all weekend. Camilla so will, will be cosplaying. Uh, I will be at the table with Frank. Uh, I'm going to be selling my uh, paintings yes. too. You've probably seen them on the website. I'm doing actual painting paintings yes. now. And so keep we're an eye out. Going to be selling those there. So yeah. because they're all you know one of a kind originals that I do, it's you know first come first serve. I'm going to try to sell them at a reasonable price, but they are fucking they're paint on canvas that so they're going to be a little pricey. Exactly. But, so yeah, uh, come yeah. say come say hi. Uh, so uh, if you've done all those other things uh i guess we're done yeah just remember uh, to like what you want to <sighs> yeah i agree uh-huh. good job yeah like what is that, you a, is that how we're like. gonna end yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> okay one more game one more game like what you want to like however you want to like it as much as you want to like it and if you don't like something don't be a jerk yeah done that is it Woo! i think we did a good job high five hi so yeah. i'm thinking like we go to olive garden This is Josh. I do a podcast with my friends June. Hello. And Haley. Hey. And we would like you to come listen to it. It is called Everything is the Worst, which everything is. And we talk about weird news articles that uh, we find on the internet from time to time. Uh, like June might come up with an article like... Um, there was that time the birds were stealing fish from the, uh, the local restaurant. Yeah, I, I enjoy weird bird articles for some reason. Or Haley might bring an article like... The uh, group of people that was a hoax that were planning to raid Area 51. Or we might have a visit from the ever-terrifying Florida man. So if you like hearing the weird stuff that happens in the world... Uh, and you're too lazy to look on the internet yourself, uh, come listen to Everything is the Worst. It is a podcast on the internet. You can find it at scudsworth.com or on iTunes if you just search for Everything is the Worst. And uh, allow us to play you out.